What if you finally figured out how to overcome fear, anxiety, and what is holding you back so you can live life on your own terms? That's what I've done. And on this show, I share my best tips for overcoming the BS that gets in our way. We'll tackle the root of what is holding you back so you can start challenging your own limiting beliefs. We'll also talk about our mental health and why it is so important to take care of ourselves. Stop living a life full of worry, fear, and anxiety. Break the cycle and start your healing journey here. I'll teach you everything you need to know. This is the Live Less Afraid podcast. Good morning. Hey, gang. Uh, Glad to be back with you again. Um, I have heard from some of you that you're missing uh, more regular episodes, and thank you so much for that encouragement. I really appreciate it. So I recommitted to uh, recording every week again, and we'll be getting those out to you uh, to keep you in the know. So this is the um, Sunday morning episode that I'll be recording every week. And on today's um, episode, we're going to talk about five ways to build your self-confidence. So let's start off by, um, before I jump into that, I just want to check in and let you guys know what's been going on with me. Um, I have been... uh, I live in the Northwest and it is February of 2023 and we just had the most crazy snowstorm here and really like all across the country, uh, particularly in the Northern half. Um, and I know you folks down in the West, lower West coast in California just got hammered with a really intense, um, winter storm. So we've been unthawing from that. Um, I think it was a balmy 21 degrees Fahrenheit last night. So uh chilly 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 weather weather um other things going on uh, i'm going to be teaching some in-person workshops here soon so if you're in the portland area and you're interested in attending those reach out to me and let me know and i'll share those details with you um and i do have a little bit of space in my one-to-one uh calendar if you're looking to do some coaching work now is the time to get in there before uh, it gets too busy um, in the spring. So let me know if you're interested in grabbing one of those spots, or if you just want to get together and chat and uh, have coffee, um, and just get to know each other, no pressure. All right. So five ways to build your self-confidence. Well, let's start off with what self-confidence really is. Um, it just boils down to believing in yourself. And, you know, I talk a lot about self-care and building a solid routine. And this is just another one of those pillars of good self-care, right? So we have to really take some time and um, work on these areas of our lives that, that need our attention. We have big goals and big dreams in life. And if we're going to get there, we have to really take the time to, um, build these skills that we need to get us there. Okay. So, um, there's kind of two pieces to the confidence puzzle. And the first one is, is that belief like, and there's a few different ways that we can kind of measure that. So I did some research and found out that there's actually like 
one of the ways we measure it is by our own experiences. Like we know that we can do it because we've tried it and we did it and we succeeded at it, right? It's like um, learning to tie your shoes, right? Like at first you have no idea how to tie your shoes. If you ever, um, if you remember what that's like, or if you've ever taught a kid to tie their shoes, you know that it's like this kind of exercise and frustration at first. You're like, you have no idea how to cross the laces. You have no idea how to make the bunny ears or and how to pull it down tight and make them kind of even looking. Um, and, but over time, right? Like as kids, we all learned how to tie our shoes and now it's something you don't even think about, right? So you tried it, you mastered it, you did it. That was a way we built confidence. Um, and just a little side tip for my parents out there, like that definitely is a tool that um, does build confidence in kids, is teaching them something, letting it be difficult for them and letting them overcome it, right? Letting them work through how to tie their shoes and then poof, one day they're like, they know how to do it, they feel confident in it. It builds confidence in their little souls and hearts. Um, so anytime you can give your kids an opportunity to learn a new skill, um, then it builds their confidence. And by the way, this works for pets too. <laughs> uh, if you have a pet and you teach it, you know, something like how to go outside or how to sit or how to get a treat, like it builds their confidence um, too as pets. So, um, so that's the first way we measure this is by our experiences that's how the first way we measure confidence is like we say okay i learned how to tie my shoes i know i'm good at it i feel confident in that that's one way the second way is we learn it from someone that we trust um so maybe you learned how to mow the lawn from your grandpa right he taught you how to oh, take the mower out and check for gas and pull the handle and how to go back and forth in like even rows and how to like raise and lower the deck. And um, you can tell him all the lawn, right? <laughs> how to empty the bag. Um, I actually enjoy mowing the lawn because <laughs> it's like does something for my like, you know, OCD, everything looks right in the world when the lawn's freshly mowed. Ooh, that's a great feeling. So, um, but that second, uh, measurement of confidence is that we learn it from someone we trust. Now I want to throw in a caveat there because this can also be uh, where we learn about failure because we can learn confidence by watching someone do something and fail and get back up again. And we can also learn confidence by watching someone we trust be successful at something. Really interesting, right? Um, and I think that there's also an opposite to that, right? So if you watch someone you love or trust do something and they don't succeed at it and then they beat themselves up for it or then they say, gosh, I'm so stupid or oh, I'll never be anything or I'm never going to get anywhere in life or um, then that is also a way that confidence is modeled for you, like lack of confidence, right? So just be aware of that when you think about um, the messaging that you got uh, growing up. Um, you know, how was that modeled for you? How was confidence modeled for you? 
Okay, and then the last way we measure it is by what we call like social persuasion. So I like this one because I think this is an opportunity for all of us to influence the people in our circles to help build their confidence because social persuasion means somebody told us that we were good at something. Okay, think about an experience in your life where you did something and somebody was like, good job, man, that turned out great. Or wow, you really hit that out of the park. How do you react to that? We're going to come back to that later. But that's social persuasion. And what I love about that part of confidence is that you can influence that in someone else, right? Like if someone really, you know, you see someone really trying very hard and they do it, tell them, tell them that. Because that's one of the pieces of how we measure whether or not we're confident. So really quick, I'll reca recap those for you. It's either our own experiences. We tried it and did something new. We learned it from somebody else. And that counts as both success and failures, like how they treat those. And then number three is somebody told us that we were good at it. And we go, oh, maybe we were good at that. That's pretty cool. All right. So another piece of the confident puzzle is kind of our own personal agency. And what I mean by that is, do we think that we believe that we have the ability to change how we look at things, right? Wayne Dyer, one of my favorite thought leaders, he says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, boom, like drop the mic, because that is personal agency at its core. Like, do we think we have the ability to change how we look at this situation? The other part of that is um, kind of an external agency. Like, do we believe that there is a divine guide working in our lives, you know, God or the universe? I like to think that maybe both are true. Do we believe or think that life just happens to us or that it's bad luck or fate you know where are you on that so i want to i want you to take a minute um you know maybe after this podcast to just think through that piece um of our own uh personal agency in the confidence puzzle like do we think we have the ability to change things in our lives or how we look at things do we believe that there's divine intervention happening do we believe that both are true? Because I do. Or do we believe that things just happen to us, like fate and bad luck? Because I think where you land there is definitely part of the key to unlocking your confidence puzzle. Okay, moving on. Um, so... I think like the one of the really easy definitions for confidence is positively expressing your ability to succeed. And this is different than self-esteem because, you know, they could be kind of closely linked. But self-esteem is more about what we do for ourselves, um, which is also important. But self-confidence is about our belief in ourselves and our abilities. Self-esteem is about what we do. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Self-esteem is about, do we like ourselves? Do I like myself? Do I say, oh, I like you, Michelle. You're pretty cool. Self-confident is more about, I believe that I'm cool. 
Okay, don't be too hard on me for that one. Because <laughs> there's also the thing that people talk about when they talk about self-confidence, and that is arrogance, right? Because sometimes people are like, well, that person's just arrogant. But there's a difference, right, between self-confidence and arrogance. Self-confidence is kind of like more of the, you know, really believing in ourselves and really like trusting that, you know, our own skills and abilities. And arrogance is more like, is believing that your abilities or your skills make you better than everybody else. That's what arrogance is. So, all right. Why is confidence important to have? Well, I did some research and there was a study from a university in Massachusetts and the University of Rochester in New York. They said that confident people were more likely to live longer. Um, they're resilient and they live healthier lives. That's a great reason, right? Number two, confident people are happier. Uh, a 2003 study found that um, those with higher self-esteem were happier, more satisfied, and had fewer negative moods. Um, number three, confidence impacts our physical and mental health. I've been saying this all along. It all goes back to self-care. It all goes back to how we feel about ourselves. It's linked to our mental well-being and happiness. And it also, there's some studies that say if you are recovering from like a um, any kind of disease or sickness um, that believing, right? Having that confidence in your own abilities to, to, to be well again can improve, um, can improve after that. So um, confidence is linked to success. And although like the exact links are unclear, it, there is often a positive correlation between self-esteem and success. Of course, it could be that success makes people feel more confident rather than that confident people are more successful. But what we saw is when we looked at people with growth mindsets, believing that you can persist and work hard will help deliver the results of success. So confidence is made of our belief in our ability to succeed and our belief that we can influence situations in our life. That's it in a nutshell. And those are, those are, you know, just a few reasons why it's important to really focus on this and work on it. Um, and again, much of the, of the, of this echoes the concepts of, you know, growth mindset, change mindset, the belief that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate and work on and grow and change through your efforts. Uh, so while things like intelligence or personality are relatively fixed, our belief in ourself and our abilities uh, to grow and change can be trained, can be learned, can be taught. So I think that's really exciting. So I think um, before I jump into the five ways that you can build confidence, I want to also just hit really quickly on what lack of self-confidence looks like. Um, and some of these are, you know, they're kind of high level, they're kind of generalized, but just overall, you might see, you might um, see or experience anxiety um, you might feel, you know, sometimes anxiety can be a lack of confidence in an unfamiliar situation or in our own abilities. Um, and often lack of confidence can just be that belief, right? That we just don't think we're good enough. We don't think we belong here. We don't think that we're, 
you know, we're, we're, we stand out when we go to this room full of people and we don't know anybody. I have a little tip for you. <laughs> Probably half the people in that room feel the same way. So I think like, I like the idea of acting as if, you know, like sometimes if I go into a room and I feel a little anxious, I just pretend like I'm the most confident person in the room and I'm so happy to be here and I'm excited about meeting new people. And I just take that energy with me and I just go up to somebody that looks kind of friendly and I just say, hi, I'm Michelle, what's your name? And they tell me and we start having a conversation or they're weird and they don't. And I just am like, oh, next person. <laughs> so I just think like sometimes when we feel that way, we have to just really figure out how to push past it because it is just, you know, everyone feels that way. And if they say they don't, they're faking it. Like, or they have really great confidence, <laughs> you know, because everyone's, it's our freaking dinosaur lizard brain, right? If you're going to go into a strange cave, you're going to feel a little uncertain about what's in the cave. You know, this is the, the same mindset extrapolates, ooh, big word, to life today, right? We walk into a strange room. We don't really know what to expect. We're going to feel a little anxious. Okay. So the other thing that you might see is like avoiding challenge. So people without confidence often are unwilling to try new things because they don't trust their abilities to succeed at them. Now I want to take you back to what I said a few minutes ago about how we measure our confidence. And remember I said, we learned it from someone we trust that this could be a success or a failure. Now that's important because if you avoid challenges, that could be a learned response. That could be something that you learned from people in your life who didn't have confidence either. That's what it's like for me. My mom was not a big risk taker. Um, and she was afraid of a lot in her life. And she didn't have confidence in her abilities, even though if she zoomed out for a minute and had looked at that in a more healthy way, she had realized what a badass she was. She was a single mom who raised three kids on her own, <laughs> worked a full-time job, was a homeowner, um, uh, was an alcoholic who got into sobriety and like changed her whole life when she was in her fifties. Um, just, I mean, really like kind of a badass if you look at it that way. Right. So if you avoid challenges, I want you to, again, take a little personal inventory and look around and be like, is that learned behavior? Were there people around me who were unwilling to try new things or take challenges because those around them didn't? And if that's the case, I want to really press you to stop avoiding challenges. <laughs> we, got, we have to push past those things that are hard. Okay, more about that later. Um, another sign of low self-confidence is avoiding social situations like avoiding meeting new people and going out. Um, again, it kind of goes back to that, you know, that lizard brain and going into the strange cave. Um, if we think we lack social skills, we might avoid social settings. Take my advice, act as if, go into the room, feel good about yourself, find someone friendly, 
strike up a conversation. Hi, my name is Michelle. What's yours? You know, how, you know, what are you doing here today? You know, what about that weather? Oh my gosh, you know, what a great event we're at, whatever it is. Did you see the food over there? You know, whatever, just make, make conversation. One of the other ways self lack of self-confidence can manifest itself is not taking care of ourselves. If you're feeling negative about yourself and your abilities, you might also be neglecting to take care of you. So you might not be eating right. You might not be moving your body. You might be in having negative self-talk, whatever those things are. That's um, another uh, thing that we can look at and say, Ooh, man, I might need to be working on my self-care, my self-confidence. If I'm like always beating myself up and just, you know, laying around the house all day and not doing anything good for myself. Like, you know, you have to take a look at these things and figure out if maybe there are places where you can take steps to change, make change. So, okay, wait, I'm getting off the track here. One of the other ones is worrying about what others think. So, People who have low self-esteem or low confidence often worry about other people judging them. Now, I really just like to take this one and set it on fire because um, it's none of my business what somebody else thinks of me. And often if I'm in that mode of like not feeling confident about myself, I'm projecting my own crap out into the world. <laughs> All right. Like, those people are dealing with their own set of issues and their own problems. And, you know, I just think that we get ourselves so hung up with worrying about what people think and who freaking cares. There are times when I've been like on vacation somewhere and they, the people say, let's get up and do this crazy game. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I'll tell you why, because I might never see these people again. I'm most likely never going to see these people again. So if they want to judge me for looking silly or, you know, um, acting a little crazy, oh, well, like, it's not like it's my mom or my kids or, you know, like, and I think like, what's that saying? The people that matter don't mind, right? The people that mind don't matter and the people that matter don't mind. It's like Dr. Seuss or something, right? So Keep that in mind when you're worrying about what the people think. Like, just psh, let it go. Burn it up. No one cares. All right. Here's the five tips for you. I've been rambling on long enough. <laughs> Here are five ways that you can build your self-confidence. And it goes back to self-care. It's That's the number one tip. Self-confidence and self-care are closely linked. Make sure that you have a solid self-care routine. Um, I teach a workshop on this. Um, I have some tips for you. If you want them, let me know. Um, you know, move your body, get good sleep, take care of yourself, take time to assess your needs in all areas of your life and make sure you feel good about yourself in those. Practice mindfulness, make a gratitude list, start journaling, um, if you're not someone who likes to write, you can do a verbal journal. Just turn on your voice recorder and start talking. Um, you know, 
really assess how you're showing up in life and how you're taking care of yourself. That is my number one tip for building self-confidence is working on you. Number two, build positive relationships. So people who are negative Nellies, you know, I hate to say it, but people who are negative, I drag you down with them, right? And they also are just a drain on you emotionally and mentally if they're just negative all the time. So, you know, cut them out, like protect your mental and emotional wellness. Aim to build relationships with people who appreciate you, who build you up, who encourage you. Those are the kind of people that we all need in our lives. <clears throat> Their positivity can help you feel more confident. Like I said before, if somebody says, hey, you did a good job. Um, I would also encourage you to look at what you allow into your life and like things like negative social media. You know, there here, I wanted to remind you all of something that when social media started, it was actually kind of a fun place, right? Like you could see pictures of your friends as kids and their dogs and where they went on a trip and, you know, um, there were just kind of more fun things to do <laughs> back then. So I'll tell you what I have done. I have hacked my social media. I do not see like really, I don't see anything that negative. I don't really see anything political. Um, I just stay away from it and I just hide it. There's a way you can hide that stuff on your feed. And I'll tell you what, if you've been looking at that stuff and that's all you see, it's because of the way the algorithm works. You can change that by changing the way of the things you look at online. So news, you know, uh, I don't know about your phone, but my phone used to have um, like push notifications for the news every morning. So like literally I would pick up my phone in the morning with my coffee and I would see, you know, just negative news, right? Something got blown up, somebody died, somebody's, you know, going to war, like whatever it was, I would just see that as the first thing. And it doesn't really, uh, it didn't really serve me very well for starting my day on a positive note. So I turned it off. I turned off push notifications for uh, the news on my phone. I don't even see that. The other thing is, like, pay attention to the kind of books that you read. Um, any of that stuff can really impact, um, you know, your your positive relationships with yourself and with the world. So find great people to hang out with. Um, that's one thing you can do on social media is you can join, you know, social groups out there and find great people who are, you know, working on on mindset and growth and positivity and and stay in that side of um, social media and that's a great place to do it and if you're looking to build positive relationships in person um i can give you some ideas uh tell me what it is you like to do are you do you like to knit do you like to hike do you like to um i don't know basket weave <laughs> whatever that is there are meetup groups for all of those kinds of things. And again, that goes back to that going into a strange room, right? But you have to remember that these people are all like you, right? They're all interested in knitting. They're all interested in hiking. They're all interested in basket weaving. So you're going to have something in common with these people. And it's a great way to meet new people um, and kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone. So uh, number three, my third tip is working on your growth mindset. 
So research shows that those with a growth mindset tend to have higher self-esteem, higher self-confidence, they're more resilient um, than those with a fixed mindset. So that kind of sums up my work in a nutshell, really. I am all about a growth mindset. I'm all about, you know, being a mindset ninja, figuring out how you can hack what's going on in your head and like change those habits and change those um, beliefs and, and work on, um, you know, just being better, like feeling better about myself, showing up better in the world. So number three is working on your growth mindset. Number four is challenge yourself. Okay. Set yourself a challenge that will help you build confidence. So here's a good example. Say I want to run a marathon. Well, I'm not going to go out and run a marathon tomorrow because I would fail at that because I'm not in shape. I'm not properly trained. But if I wanted to run a marathon, I need to start a program that will help me get there. So that would be, they have these like couch to couch to 25 K programs. And that would be a challenge that I would set for myself. And it's not going to be something I'm going to get to done today. But if I took the first step today, that would probably be some kind of like, you know, walking on a treadmill or something like that. So I want to say something about challenges. It's normal and natural to feel a little nervous, to feel a little anxious, um, about trying new things, but those with confidence will take on the challenge regardless of how they are feeling at that moment. Remember, it's just a feeling. Feelings are like clouds. They pass by. So if you feel anxious or you feel scared about trying something new, hey, guess what? Congratulations. You're human. <laughs> you just need to go ahead and do it anyway. Be nervous about it, but try it anyway. Challenge yourself. Press yourself. Um, this is where goal setting can come in with forming new behaviors, with, you know, focusing on making that gradual progress, right? A couch to 25K. You, I think, like, we really have to make sure that we're not just letting life go by, right? That we're not just going to work and coming home and sitting on our computers or turning on the TV and just zoning out. Like we have to like figure out ways that we can challenge ourselves to build confidence and, and build these new skills and change our mindset. That's how we build confidence. Number five, I'm very talkative today. <laughs> Number five is and practice self-affirmations. Now, this gets a little bit woo for some people, and I'm thinking of a friend um, who, like, we did some work together, and she's like, you're going to ask me to do these again, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 because they work. <laughs> so there's lots of studies that show the power of affirmations. Um, essentially by telling yourself about your strengths and how confident you are, you can reinforce that in uh, these positive thoughts in your, in your mind. So one study demonstrated that self affirmations can help maintain our self efficacy, which is a key component of confidence. Other studies show that the neural pathways in our brain, so this is getting really like sciencey, respond when people practice self-affirmations. Now, what I love about that is 
like our brain doesn't know the difference between what we tell it and what's reality. So if you just tell yourself these things over and over again, pretty soon your brain's going to believe it. It's going to rewire and refire your thoughts. Hello, Dr. Dispenza. He talks a lot about this and this SHIT is real. It's real. It's documented. There's scientific proof that it works. What you tell yourself is exactly what your brain will do. So self-affirmations can change the neural pathways in our brain. Do them. Okay, here's some examples of positive self-affirmations for confidence. I choose to believe I am confident. I am confident and I value myself. I am confident in my abilities. I let go of limiting beliefs and choose to trust myself. So those are four that you can use. You can also make up your own in your own voice in the own way that you talk. Like, I think you're pretty cool and confident. Like that's my, something I might say to myself. Um, and really quickly, I want to talk about the difference between like arrogance and and self-confidence because sometimes people get those confused. So self-confidence is like believing in yourself and believing in your abilities, whereas arrogance is believing that your abilities make you better than somebody else. That's the difference. Okay. Finally, I want to talk about Mel Robbins. Do you know who she is? If you don't, please go Google her. She is a motivational speaker. I just love everything she does. Uh, but she wrote a book and it's called The High Five Habit. And if you're working on your confidence and your self-affirmations, go get yourself that. And really the basics is that you just go to yourself in the mirror every day and you give yourself a high five and you say, you're pretty confident, aren't you, Michelle? I am confident, Michelle. And you know what else? I love you. And I know that sounds corny and I know it sounds uncomfortable, but go do it. Because if you truly, truly love yourself and feel good about yourself and you have confidence saying those things to yourself in the mirror, makes it shouldn't feel awkward at all so if it feels awkward that tells me you probably need to do the work right okay so go look for those um and then really quickly i'm just going to recap for you the five ways you can build self-confidence and those are practice self-care build positive relationships work on your growth mindset challenge yourself to do something new and practice self-affirmations. Okay, it was great being here with you today. Have an awesome day. Hey, that's all for now, but come back soon. Did today's episode spark some new thoughts for you? If it did, subscribe and leave a review. If you wanna learn more about overcoming fear and anxiety, head over to livelessafraid.com and check out all the episodes and find out more about what I do. If you're curious about what working with a coach is like, let's schedule a Zoom and I'll tell you all about it. Are you looking for encouragement? Then come over to my community group. It's the Live Less Afraid community group on Facebook. The link is waiting for you on my website. Thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate each and every one of you.